The Black Effect presents Family Therapy, and I'm your host, Elliot Connie. Jay is the woman in this dynamic who is currently co-parenting two young boys with her former partner, David. David, he is a leader. He just don't want to leave me. But how do you lead a woman? How do you lead in a relationship? Like, what's the blueprint? David, you just asked the most important question. Listen to Family Therapy on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I used to have so many men. How this beguiling woman in her 50s... She looked like a million bucks. ...scams a bunch of famous athletes out of untold fortunes... Nearly $10 million was all gone. It's just unbelievable. Hide your money in your old rich men, because <laughs> she is on the prowl. Listen to Queen of the Con, Season 5, The Athlete Whisperer, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey guys, this is Paris Hilton. Trapped in Treatment is back, and this season we're taking on WASP, the worldwide association of specialty programs and schools. They held us in dog cages. They starved us. They beat us. It was trying to brand us. We were going to become the McDonald's in treatment. Join my host as they unravel the story of the largest and most shocking organization in the history of the troubled teen industry. Listen to season two of Trapped in Treatment on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, everybody, we are back. This is Intimate Knowledge. It's Brooke Burke here with Megan King Edmonds and Leela Deville. We had so much fun on episode one and loved hearing from all of you. Oh, my goodness. An hour is just not even enough time. And we ended episode one talking about ambiance and core play that's a that's a new word that we're gonna like we're gonna talk about that a lot what we we ended with our our love lists and love songs right so i want to know just right out the gate ladies what's one song that you like to make love to okay so this is easy for me so i'm gonna go first it's marvin Gaye's. let's get it on of course I feel like you can't even say those words without like a little groove in your shoulders yeah, and like just bring the voice down low. <laughs> I love right? it. That's on my playlist. I, I actually have a whole, whole, whole long one that I'm going to share with everybody. Um, what about, what? are you still looking for it? No, I, found, I found mine. It's called Hold Me Down Ooh, Ooh. by Mason Eyre. That I'm exploring this thing Hold at the moment, Me but Down. Hold Me Down by Mason Eyre. I love that. And mine's oh. Love Me Right, Amber Mark. Oh, One I need to many. listen to these. We're going we're gonna to exchange playlists. Okay. okay. Yeah. I have, I have Ambience. a plethora. Oh, good. That might like change my whole tone. Mm-hmm. <laughs> One for masturbation. Oh, I need that one. Yeah. <laughs> and also, everyone, we're going to post our playlists on Instagram. So check that out. Follow us at Intimate Knowledge Podcast. We want to hear from you guys. Let's talk about sexting, sending photos through the internet or over your phone, and FaceTime sex. Ooh. Are these good? Are they bad? Should we be doing them? I don't even know what sexting is. Like, I, I mean, my, my, um, I just went through a little bit of a sexting situation with um, my baby daddy, but... Um, I don't even really know what it is. Like, is it sexting if you're if you're you talk about like how bad you want to like get in bed with them? Does like does that mean is that sexting? Or do you have to like send a picture of your penis? I think anything that's charged with like sexual energy via text messaging, sexting is great. But there's also this taboo about sexting where it's you know publicly it's sort of negative. So if you're just expressing desires or you know having sensual dialogue, do you consider that sexting? Mm, Or is sexting like? Right, you know what I mean? Like, yes, there's a yeah, like just to, just there's to a get really like of we would probably tell our children like in school like you can't be sexting like you're gonna there's the penalties for that are vast. So mm-hmm. yeah. yeah, what's sexting? Good question, <laughs> Megan. I guess we don't know either. We don't know. <laughs> well, it's commonly like spoken about when it when it becomes public, right? When when we've got people in oh, yeah. uh, dominant kind of roles in society and and they're caught having transgressions within their relationship with somebody else outside of it via text that is sexting. But sexting can be with but a I use partner. It within, I use it within my partnership all the time because it's a way when you're apart to keep the keep the flame alive. When you're when you're seated in the domesticity of life, where it's just about the house and the kids. Like, how do you you know keep the spark? It's there. a big but thing right that, now too in the oh, dating I, I world and all the these time. apps. And like, yeah, yeah, and then so the apps thing. All right, so how do we feel about sexting? I mean, I guess all I feel good it. about it, right? But like, what what is it? Is it 
Is sexting physical or emotional? Does mm. it matter? Both. Hopefully Does both. it matter? <laughs> I mean, I guess ultimately not, but it doesn't matter. But at the same time, I kind of, I don't know. You mean, I, does I it give know. you a feeling or does it give you a physical reaction? Like, what do you mean, physical oh, you or mean? emotional? Yeah, like, if, you, if I'm going to sa- go do a sexting conversation or something, am I, like, fulfilling a physical need or an emotional need? Both. 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 Okay. Both. Yeah, yeah, I think so. Okay, okay. so sexting. So sexting's like, great, then. Well, I... Okay, it's no, like a one-stop shop. I, I don't consider myself to be shy at all, I, I, like... In the, in the whole area of sex, like verbal, asking for what I need, exploring, experimenting, all that. But sexting makes me really uncomfortable. Yeah. And so I... I, I is it because you're getting cold? Well, it's because yeah. of, I'm always thinking about the cloud. I'm always thinking about my kids. I mean, even like porn, for example. I'm like, we might as well just dive into it. Like, I, and even if you're approaching porn, like research, like I like to be knowledgeable about all things, but I swear I have to like go and clear my history. I'm like, what does something happen to me? <laughs> yeah. Somebody found my phone and my right. history is there and my children. And, and yeah. personally, just, this is me personally and I'm not a prude. I don't really want somebody sending me dick pics. I, it's not my, I, I don't, I don't want to. Yeah, no. Well, dick, uh, let's put dick pics in a different category. But, but I, I like it. I love because, it. Yeah. Is that outside of sexting? Well, it, it can in, be involved in sexting, but I, I mean, do I, I want a six pack in the shower picks? Maybe, but I mean, like, I, I don't yeah, know. Like, I mean, where do you draw the line? Like, some guys think that they, you, like, we, we want, have me, <laughs> we want, we want to pick, we want to pick. I, I, I do. Really, I think guys uh, really, and guys sure. love to share those. I, like, I really yeah, hope sometimes. I get a dick pic because I want to send a dick pic back. But isn't it really different from someone that you're with and you have an established relationship and you have intimacy with as opposed Even to somebody... Then, like, maybe I am a prude. No, but I'm talking about the person you're in a relationship with. So is this weird? On occasion for me, it's Wait, not what, like... It's, it's not the weird. hugest turn. I don't usually... Really want yeah, I don't really want a dick pic. Usually I mean, I would take prompt, it as part of the package. It's usually a prompt to get one back. Yeah, a dick pic right? back not, or no, a vagina I, pic back? Yeah, I'm not it, doing an that. intimate. Well, I mean, by the way, like, first of all, can and you I think someone in this room can, can speak to this, but it's also oh, like I, I've s- done that. <laughs> Leela. Well, if you're Leela, sending you're, pic, you're you. pics back or you're asked to send it, like, it's also like, how are you going to get the right pic? And then there's a lighting and then like, timer, does it look pretty? And timer. like, how do you do it? And then it's like, I mean, set the timer, light it right and set the timer. Well, yeah, because I always date someone that doesn't live here. So mm-hmm. I always have long yeah. distance mm-hmm. and it's, what are you going to do? So you're like in the bathroom and you with know the phone who knows, up there with the timer. I asked millennials. So I asked a bunch of girls that were on The Bachelor and I go, how oh. am I going to do this? And they go, the timer. I'm like, what timer? What about yeah. the How filter? many seconds do you give yourself you to like get, get ready? <laughs> you can get 15 or I think it has 30. The iPhone has work. choices. You need to get a Snapchat filter with a timer and they don't have that. Yeah, I, I don't know how to do Snapchat or any of that. But. And then do you like fix it all up and like are you just like are you like uh, no? I'm just asking. Yeah, like, you get like the ring lighting, turn it on. It's like a full yeah. studio. We don't want it too dark or too light. You know what? At that point, just hire a photographer. Exactly. Yeah. So well, that's somebody, like some people yeah, do yeah. do that. But think about it. By make the time a fold, you're done with it and you fixed it up and retouched it, it's not even you anymore. But it looks real good. Okay, that's my rule: no photoshopping or retouching. The rule, but I will light it right. Right. And I will, I'm not doing an on the fly one. Like nobody's getting, sending me a text and saying, send me a picture right now. I'm like, I can't possibly do that. It'll take me an hour. So you have least. like a library of, <laughs> oh my God, I keep it in a, a backlog. You and I not. will admit that three people have gotten the same shot. <sighs> if so they're wrong. good ones, you need to, right, you need to have quick access to them. My, my husband <laughs> has, they're refurbishing. <laughs> yeah. Sex oh my God. That is the best thing I have heard today. I love that. Gosh. <laughs> what is your folder called? So I don't yeah. have kids, so I just keep it in my phone. They're yeah. just right there. <laughs> Does anybody have a vault? Like the my, whole vault? My husband has a, an album of all the photos that I've ever sent him, and he uses that one. Like locked, yeah. locked and oh, you lock Actually, one? I find that very yeah. romantic. Yeah, it's really it's uh, sweet. It's, yeah, it's touching. Yes. It's nice. yes. Yeah. Face like or that. no face? No face. Yeah, no, I, I don't I'm do not face. really into the face thing, and so and then maybe that's where the privacy thing mm-hmm. comes into it too. Yeah, there's and been I, a I lot totally, out there. Um, I can totally security. imagine in your situation, Brooke, where people are, are, are seeking mm-hmm. all your private stuff that, that that's yeah, really I, uncomfortable. It, I feel worried about it. So, okay, so that brings us then to FaceTime sexting, which maybe so is that's a, a millennial thing that terrifies safer. me. I am like, FaceTime sex. I would never do that because Why? I can't rock the angle. I can't get the angle. But what do you do? You just like. Masturbate, I masturbate on FaceTime? I yeah. guess. I'm unclear on it. I, it seems like a millennial thing that yeah. I... Yeah. 
see somehow I, that feels okay to me <laughs> <laughs> because it, cause they're not recording it no screen recording well, and do it though i heard hoping. you have to really trust the person what did they tell us yesterday danielle well, i hope you're trusting the person that exactly you're they can, it can be recorded yeah it's a form of yeah the like, screen recording yeah like megan said you could screen record anything mm-hmm. yeah so yeah. it's like there's no back. sound though yeah. but can we just assume that anything at all that you do on your phone I don't care if it's Snapchat but you think it's instant you think anything at all you do on your phone and you send to someone someone correct 100% if they really wanted to has access to that people think WhatsApp is safe and it's not just assume that right now everybody and I think that's why I don't feel comfortable Mm -hmm. Uh, I'm just learning things I'm uh, you know what I'm not doing anything wrong but like if I ever want to I'm putting all of this in the vault for information in the future yeah. so whatsapp got it not safe yeah okay. get the vault on your phone too it's an app you create oh, it with a passcode oh my gosh I'm learning and you all can hide anything personal in there Stop. it's actually called the, the vault. vault no i'm not gonna wow. show it to you guys <laughs> no but for real and and i, I I'll, I'll tell you how i know that because when i started my single life and this one particular person who was all into that, I was like, ah, you can't ever send me anything. So I, I have four children. Like, no, I don't want that. Don't, I'm not sending it to you. The cloud, the blah, blah, blah. Like, I'm not approved. But no, I'm, this, I, I'm not doing this. I didn't do that in my marriage. No way. He's like, you should get the vault. What is the what vault? Is, <laughs> how does it go There's a solution there? for that. You select all of your photos and you drag it into a vault. It's an automatic delete. If you set it up that way, it has a passcode. It's like what all the politicians do. It's a vault. <laughs> No. Oh, how do you well, girls really get in trouble? No, yeah, yeah. I don't have it. <laughs> well, you need it. I, oh, I'm, I probably do. We all need it. If you lose your phone and then someone cracks into it, you should oh. see the stuff oh. that we have in here. I did have that happen. It was terrifying. Yeah. Does it I, no passcode. I lost my phone with all. No, like, oh, yeah. I got it back. Thank Jesus. Oh, yeah. See, yeah. I can barely even find it because it's so hidden. <laughs> oh my gosh! <laughs> you guys, this is a this is uh, a game changer. This is what the politicians. It's called Photo Vault. Voila, oh. it's an app, passcode. Mm. See that? I mean, hello, down Make sure all my photos go in there. I mean, not that I have anything yeah. scandalous in there. <laughs> yes. Yes. But in the event you that I did. <laughs> I'm Elia Connie, and this is Family Therapy. My best hopes, I guess, identify the life that I want and, and work towards it. I've never seen a man take care of my mother the way she needed to be taken care of. I get the impression that you don't feel like you've done everything right as a father. Is that true? That's true, and I'm not offended by that. Thank you for for going through those things, and thank you for overcoming them. Wow. Thank God for the limits. Every time I have one of our sessions, our sessions be positive. It just keeps me going. I feel like my focus is redirected in in a different aspect of my life now. So, how'd we do today? We did good. The Black Effect presents Family Therapy. Listen now on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. My name is Johnny B. Good, and I'm the host of the new podcast, Creating a Con, the story of Bitcoin. Over this nine-part series, I'll explore the life and crimes of my best friend, Ray Trapani. I always wanted to be a criminal. If someone's like, oh, what's your best way of making money? I'm like, oh, we should start some sort of scheme. You see, Ray has this unique ability to find loopholes and exploit them. They collected $30 million. There were headlines about it. His company, Centratech, was one of the hottest crypto startups in 2017. It was going to change the world, until it didn't into my office, opened my email, and the subject heading was FBI request. It was only a matter of time before the truth came out. You can only fake it till you make it for so long before they find out that your Harvard degree is not so crimson. How could you sit there and do something that you know will objectively cause more harm in the world? Listen to Creating a Con, the story of BitCon, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Imagine you ask two people the same exact set of seven questions. I'm Mini Driver, and this was the idea I set out to explore in my podcast, Mini Questions. This year, we bring a whole new group of guests to answer the same seven questions, including actress and star of the mega hit sitcom Friends, Courtney Cox, 
you can't go around it. So you just go through it. This is a roadblock. It's going to catch you down the road. Go through it. Deal with it. Comedian, writer, and star of the series Catastrophe, Rob Delaney. I shouldn't feel guilty about my son's death. He died of a brain tumor. It's part of what happens when your kid dies. Intellectually, you'll understand that it's not your fault, but you'll still feel guilty. Alt-rock icon, Liz Fair. That personal disaster wrote Guyville. So everything comes out of a dead end. And many, many more. Join me on season three of Mini Questions on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Seven questions, limitless answers. Let's talk about porn a little bit. Okay. So we did do some research, and we talked about this on our other show, How Men Think. Uh, I would love to tell you guys the most common searches by men and the most common searches by women and get your thoughts. This could save us a lot of time. (laughs) Exactly. Yeah. So this is according to Pornhub. Let's not be guided by that. I didn't really know what Pornhub is, but I guess it's like, it's a big porn thing. Yeah, it's like Mm -hmm. YouTube, but for For free porn. porn. Free free porn. So I'll throw it out there and then you ladies discuss. Men search MILF. And stepmom porn no. the most. Oh, uh, and oh, women search okay. women on women. Yeah. I mean, women on women, so it more represents what we actually desire. So women are t- more tuned into what we, so right, of course, right. of course. And it's not like slave milk? girl stuff. Um, I don't even milk. like that term. Milk. Okay. No. I want to no. just say, I really want to say something on this because it's really important to understand how um, our neurochemistry works. Um, and how, you know, when you're, when you're scrolling on porn, basically you get a dopamine hit from this, you know, it's mostly from the seeking of porn, looking mm. for porn. It's the voyeurism, it, um, or just the visual, you get a dopamine re- release when you are searching for porn. Whoa. <clears throat> yeah. And, and it's a, um, sorry, I'm going to fumble this a little bit. Okay. Yeah. Take your time. We can edit it. Cool. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Um, it's really important to understand how the brain works because when you're searching for porn or even when you're scrolling on social media, actually, you're, you're, you're seeking and then you get a, a hormone release of dopamine because it's like, like, like the anticipation in of the, the anticipation of mm. getting what you want. And this is highly addictive. It's as, as addictive uh, as crack. Wow. Right. Or taking, wow. you know, or cocaine. searching so, for porn, searching for porn. And so you it's get as a addictive hit. as crack. Yes, and wow. I would say that lifestyle porn is as detrimental as porn is. What's lifestyle porn? Social media. Oh, oh, like scrolling, lifestyle scrolling, porn. scrolling. Wow. Like when you're scrolling, you get a dopamine hit, and you're still scrolling. Like half an hour later, you're still looking for it, and it's not from oh. so much the getting of it; it's the seeking of it, mm-hmm. and you get a release of, of dopamine. And um, the thing is, with what men search for, you have to get the dopamine hit. You have to up the ante so the more that you're on it and the more that you utilize porn then the more that you're going to need to search for something more novel something different something other than what you know the porn it doesn't even exemplify what it is that you want to experience it's more about the difference and the the novelty of it and so you have to keep on upping the ante and so what happens with men is they find themselves going down this rabbit hole um, and they're looking at ladyboy porn and it's not even something that they actually desire but they get the dopamine hit and you wow. say men like do you think it's just men no 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 i said men because I asked about we were milfs. talking about milk right. and we're talking mm-hmm. about stepmom and um i'm surprised that it's that tame because i i feel like public humiliation is also another mm-hmm. one that women men end up looking at and watching mm-hmm. and getting this dopamine oh, hit wow. and feeling incredible shame from feeling some level of pleasure from mm-hmm. it but it's not something that they advocate it's not something that they want to experience <laughs> The moment of feeling out of control. And so a lot of the of shame wrapped zone. up in porn is because they're looking at stuff that um, that they don't actually want to experience. Huh. Yeah. And I think, wow. too, like in the research process or the scroll or, you know, the, the process of figuring out what, you know, what turns you on, you do go down a rabbit hole and then start to discover other things. And, yeah. you know, it, it's, it's such an interesting subject that has so much um, shame and taboo related to it. It's like I have a girlfriend who doesn't watch porn at all and she's quite shy sensually and so I'm like a girl's girl like a really good girlfriend so I'm like I'm gonna find porn for you Mm. that's palatable that's nice and that's sweet and that's like loving and it's not the kind of porn that I might be watching but I literally will find like 
Yeah. I don't know if that's even a thing, yeah, like it, sweet it porn. Really and I'll is. send it to thing. her and I'll just say it's like little baby steps and just watch that and see yeah. how it feels. Like loving porn, like relationship yeah. porn. I'm like, yeah. that's yeah. not what I'm watching. But and then I also said to her, you tell me what you think. I was like, consider yourself like a researcher. Like sometimes you know, take the dirty like connotation out of it and just scroll through it just to learn and to see what's going on and what mm-hmm. you respond to and what makes your heart beat and what turns yeah. you on. And like, I just think it's fascinating. Yeah. There's so much stuff out I there think that we're, we're actually, aware of. Yeah, there's a, there's a lot of resources that are outside kind of the male-dominant gaze mm-hmm. around what porn is today. Like there's mm-hmm. women who are making porn. Like Erica Lust is is one of them. She makes beautiful porn. There's um, Cindy Gallup who who has a website called Make Love, Not Porn. So you're actually so watching real actually people gonna, make love yeah. rather than – Great lighting um, and music. And yeah. I was going to bring that up, the people, like the, the people who are making the porn because – um, it's interesting that you said that you're talking about these individuals. It's their choice to, to make porn. But my my mind often goes to the people who are being forced into making this porn mm-hmm. or um, they might be drugged or, you know, exploited, taken advantage Underage. of, yeah, yeah. trafficked. Um, yeah. And that's like a whole nother level. Right. It's a dark yeah. side. Yeah, it is. It's a very dark side. And so that's like that's the kind of the the human side of porn that I really struggle with. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agreed. Like that side of porn is not anything. I don't find but, anything. But how sexy would you know the difference? Like uh, uh, clearly, well, there's you, some you differences. On, I, don't, I don't know if you do on Pornhub. I don't know how much they're they're filtering that stuff they out. Probably and are. I, I yeah. We, we we probably get back to everybody on that. And one, is everyone getting I, paid? Right. I mean, there's you know, a lot of ways to be taken be advantage of. <laughs> 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 They're signing Just up. Yeah, they're real. paying. But if <laughs> if they're yeah. consenting, then yeah. you know, are they getting yeah. getting a cut? Yeah, but if they're consenting, are they consenting be, uh, because they're under the influence of drugs? Like, I don't know. I think there's yeah. a lot a I lot mean, of levels a, here. A, I just yeah. so that part gray, bothers gray, me. Yeah, yeah. I wish there was like it was more regulated so that that like you know, if we were to want to enjoy porn, any individual, you would know that there's a safe place that you can go. Where well, you could find particular porn stars that you, you like and that you respond to that become exactly. like your your go-to the stars. Go-tos. And filmmakers and you can just like focus Erica on Lust, yeah. who's mm-hmm. making great porn. And, and you know what else? When you bring up what's what men search for and what women search for, I think it would be really fascinating to do a show also on terms because oh, yeah. I uh, didn't realize. I was like, have I been living under a rock <laughs> yeah. during both of my marriages? Because I didn't know what that means. That means, and my friends were literally like, oh my you've never heard of that. I was like, I've never yeah. heard of that. We were talking about Brooke, last BDE what? last yes, night. We were talking about BDE. M- oh Megan and God. I. I just learned what that okay, is. Okay, no, okay. Are we yes, all? I didn't know people months. knew. I didn't Megan know and I were out last night. And she brought, I was like, don't feel bad. I just learned what that term learns last word. BDE, big dick energy. Yeah. Men have it. It's not necessarily a compliment, but it's kind of cool. But women can have it too. Like you can have that sexual confidence and that sort yeah. of like, it's not really an arrogance, but that power, but you could be sweet about it. It's, back it up. it's a real term. So there's all these terms. Mm-hmm. And I was like, like I never heard I was that. mind I blown last I night. showed a girl a friend of- a photo and she said, that Bela, guy has you know? BDE. And yeah. I'm like, oh, what? what? Yeah. And he does. Once <laughs> I learned what it was, I was like, yeah. Yeah, he does. Oh, I love BDE. I mean, that is a great term. I thought I was being all code about it when I was saying BDE. No, people know. Now I'm like, did it on the rock now? Any of these terms last year? (laughs) We are going to do a whole show. How did you learn? I was. Where do you go to learn these things? He was like a really smart tech guy, and he had all these terms. And he was like, "Hey, have you ever heard of this?" I'm like, "No." He's like, "You haven't." I'm like, "No." Yeah, have you ever heard of this? Uh-uh. And he's like, well, what about this? I'm like, nope. And well, I just learned what up. a foursome is. Well, wait. After a while, that? I was sort of like, this is impossible that I've never heard of anything. So I would literally be on the phone and I would be Google searching. <laughs> well, oh, yeah, I totally know what that is. <laughs> totally have done that. And I'd be like, yes. shit. And I'd be like speed Google searching. And, oh, yeah. And then I'd be like, oh, my God. No, I've actually never done that. But the actual <laughs> terms are really informative and it'll save you a lot of porn. We should do a whole time. show I know, on that. I know. It would be really so you educational. you know what a threesome is. <laughs> yes. And then I just learned what about is that? a foursome. I've never heard of <laughs> It's got to be just be a swingers, right? So from what, what I learned, a foursome is like you, it can be two couples. So let's say it's you and your partner and you and your partner, you're in the same room having sex but you're not having it with each other it's like two oh. separate beds but it's just supposed to be like arousing that there's another couple like there's there. rules to oh. that like what do you mean? i mean see i like, was like pass a force pass. that's not sweet. is anyone I mean, did we get it right yeah i mean <laughs> it sounds like college i was 
college. Yeah. yeah. Sounds like college. Okay. Yes. So I have another topic for you all. If you are in a sexless marriage, which is extremely common, people have that have not had of sex how common that is. Can we bring in, that let's say to over life? a year? Yeah. We need to find out how I common mean, that is. Mm-hmm. Can you bring it back to life or when is it time to actually call it quits? Mm, I know you were talking to me about a friend. Oh, it was actually on that other podcast that we did. Um, I definitely think you can bring it back if um, if you make it your priority to bring it back. That's got to be <laughs> so hard. And you've hard. got the tools. Don't to. you think it depends on why and what the resistance it, is? I mean, is there has life? to be a willingness. Is it life? Is it hormones? Is it family? Are you healing? I mean, Have you been betrayed? Has Are there... What are the issues that really lead you to be in that space? And is it just everyday excuses where you've lost your sense of prioritizing intimacy? I mean, it, it I, would, I would I ask mean, a thousand questions. I'm, yeah, right? but, and so would I. It really depends or did on... did you just have a baby? Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. and that. Or Come two on. or three. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I think it, it, recognizing that relationships go through their seasons. Um, yeah. and I'd be that, curious also how the rest of the relationship is outside of the bedroom. Because if you lost that sense, which could be for a lot of different it's, reasons, how's everything else? Like Amy it, said, it's super common yeah. that we we end up being the best for our, like best friends, and you know, or working together, and then that just like dwindles and it falls mm-hmm. out of it. Um, I definitely think you can get it back if that is your priority and and you are willing to. Um, you know, we have this notion that it should inherently be there and then if it's not then there is something wrong with the relationship or the intimacy and that's not necessarily true sometimes it's purely like the polarity like we were just talking about and you just need um, the balance back the phase the season yeah, and, the work life balance yeah maybe. and to and to gain the tools of how to and to getting the support on how how to to bring it back if that's what you want and so, some relationships come to their natural end and we want to go on exploring this other part of ourselves with somebody else. What about the people who don't have the communication skills to even discover where they're at? Yeah, most of us don't don't know how to identify um, what is true for us and what it is that we're desiring and then how to communicate that. That's not not something we're taught and it's not something we're developing the the skill of. How dangerous Um, do you think it is? That's why people come to me a lot of the time, actually. How dangerous do do you think it is when people are on different pages where they're in a sexless marriage, but one person has desire and is craving that connection and the other person is not? Mm. I find more often than not um, with that discrepancy of desire is that so often the sex that's on the table is not what the, the kind of sex that we're desiring. We're wanting something else. Oh, so you're saying that it's not necessarily sexless. Or no, am I not following? No, no, we're talking about a sexless marriage right, and, right, and, right. and then and a discrepancy oh, in oh, desire. Oh, you're saying that you don't want, th- that somebody doesn't want to have sex because, because of the they don't type want of that kind of sex that's on offer. So and they, they just avoid it altogether. And, yes. I see. And I, I know this for something myself. This has happened they... for me in multiple relationships. I'm like, oh, I don't really want to have sex. It's kind of like a chore. It's boring. I, I want to experience this other part of myself. And I could come to my partner and be willing to expose that and to be vulnerable enough to share what it is that I'm desiring with him or I could just cheat maybe and go off and do it with somebody else uh-huh. or disconnect you know? and, and continue disconnect doing and what con- you don't want or do nothing yeah, at all and just put it underground you know and so many relationships they're just putting it underground um but if we're talking about intimacy and what we truly desire and how you know that's that's what we want to cultivate that's what we want that's yeah, I, love that. I mean that's the key right communication safety yeah. Being able to find the words and define your needs and develop those desires and have an open line, you know, an open yeah. dialogue with your partner so that you can experiment and explore and make it yeah. better and, and feel comfortable when you're not in, you know, a sexy chapter of your life, a season yeah. chapter, which is so shorter. I, <laughs> What's shorter? I used to date a urologist and he told me that the majority of his patients do not have sex. Yeah. Um, and he said that it was nothing for them to go years yeah, the stat the- we found says 60% of marriages could be sexless and that 21,000 people a month are searching sexless marriage, which it's got to be oh. even higher. Can I you imagine having sex once a year with your husband? I mean, I'm sure there's a lot or, or wife or whatever. And I'm sure there's a lot of people listening right now who are saying, raising their hands saying, that's me. No, it's yeah. <laughs> if it's 60%, it's so, then so, yeah. So common. And then how good. common is, is cheating? You know, and going outside of the relationship to get is it common, incredibly. I mean, common. I say that. I say. I, I, I go seventy percent. So naive, and it. 
Is that too high? 70%. I don't know. Let's, let's see the stat on that today. Yeah, and are you cheating on your partner or are you cheating yourself in that space? How common is cheating or what percentage of couples cheat? Speaking well, we of... We wouldn't know because not everybody admits it. Well, right. So that's how the hell do we come up with that stat? Like, so why don't you guys talk about this? Unless you answer about your friend. If you take a poll, you say, how, have you ever, do you have a, did your friend, best friend cheat? Somebody's going to answer that more truthfully. The internet says twenty percent, and I think that's a lie. Because they're owning their sacred vow of right. Right. I mean, I know. Right. Internet says twenty percent lie. So come on. I think we also just have to acknowledge that that it is difficult. It is. It is. It's difficult to maintain this. To to maintain all the things that we want within our relationship. Um, and and a lot of things fall by the wayside, and and sex is definitely one of them. And you know, another great, great first one. For some relationships, so not otherwise, always. other relationships that no, there's no. I, yeah, I think there's another, nothing that we we always want to put a normal stamp on something. I, know. I don't think that I know. we can. Well, look at us. We work with numbers and logic and things that fit in boxes that make sense to us. But what we're working with that isn't no it doesn't fit in a box. I think it would be a really powerful episode to explore monogamy, cheating, and honesty, mm. and consider them all to be part of the same conversation go like what one person considers cheating another couple might not and it's like is honesty and like what it's it's really an interesting concept open marriages and and honesty and like what like what is monogamy what does that mean and and what does being faithful mean you could be in a faithful relationship that's open Mm -hmm, and so society has put all these labels and 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 boundaries and 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 it's a it's a. I think what we I wanted to make sure y'all heard that what Megan said is that she said I've never cheated in a relationship, mm-hmm. and she's been in relationships mm-hmm. where the opposite is not true. Right, yeah. right. Yes, I have. Um, yes, we know. Felt like <laughs> I've been compromised in in mm-hmm. relationships, um, and I've never cheated. To me, it's it's very simple and easy to stay loyal, and um, I think I have. This is this is a, a value of mine that I have enough integrity and self love that if I feel desire to stray outside of the marriage, I'm going to communicate that with my partner and do it in the right way, in the respectful way. Mm-hmm. And I has, that has never been a problem for me. That's just like a very easy black and white for me. That's now, all that integrity. That is yes, absolutely. It's well just, done. <laughs> but but my, you know, a lot of people. Um, and like you were saying, what what is cheating, right? Well, um, my ex, he had a sexting situation while we were married and uh i i consider that cheating um some might not but um it felt it didn't feel good so i know that much and i know that it that it definitely put a strain on our marriage so i know that much but um yeah and and why why did it happen you know Mm -hmm. what was did i have a role in it did he i'm sure some part right there's always two sides other but really i just want to be like screw you and and place all the blame right and yeah. cry and kick and scream was all, all fair was all, all, in, all real yeah <laughs> absolutely you're t- totally entitled mm-hmm. to feel exactly the way right. that you're feeling whatever yeah. you're feeling by yeah. the way but i'm like <laughs> if i'm not cheating why do you have to cheat like why can't everybody else just be like me yeah. not everybody's gonna be like yeah us. like I, I mean yeah and i think you know there's uh, when we think about how men think and what they want um I think men are on this eternal quest for freedom mm-hmm. in, and they try to create like cavemen. <laughs> they want stability, but they want spun. It wasn't well, Brooks. No, didn't think... they do an episode um, about once a cheater, always a cheater? Oh yeah. I want to talk. About and that, I want to but... talk about talk that about too, it. because yeah. um, I'm just going to put it out there. I've cheated. Yeah. I've cheated and learned from it. And I've been on the other side of it. Mm-hmm. So I've had a shitty marriage mm-hmm. first time around. Not proud of that, but I'm going to keep it real. Mm-hmm. And I've had a completely faithful marriage. Monogamous. Mm-hmm. I, sh- I don't even like the word faithful because that Monogamous. means different things right. to different people. Mm-hmm. I've been on both sides of it. So I would say once a cheater, always a cheater. Hard no, not true, absolutely not. It depends on where you came from, what you learned, the yeah. choices you made, how it affected you, your partner. It depends yeah. on so many things. So I'm more really about the journey. Um, I had a lot of relationships that weren't monogamous. Yeah. And I have had long-term monogamous relationships mm-hmm. by choice. For me, it's about integrity and it's a discipline. And yeah, I understand but, but both sides I mean, of it very you are, well. You're talking about growing and what you've learned and how you've changed, right? But not everybody can do that. Not everybody has that introspective capability. And so, therefore, when somebody says, once a cheater, always a cheater, I think that in a lot of 
a lot of circumstances that does remain true mm -hmm. because a lot of people aren't willing to put the effort into the self-growth. Yeah, I think you're, you're right. And for me, my commitment, my change and my discipline was not even directed toward my, towards my partner. It was very, very much an inner commitment to myself that I didn't want to cheat myself. I wanted to hold myself to a higher standard. And that integrity for me became about discipline. Yeah. It's part religious. It's part spiritual. It's a lot of things for me, but it wasn't about my husband. It was about me you. making a promise to myself yeah. to not let myself down, I mean, yeah. which is an extension so of powerful. Him. Yeah. To make it for yourself yeah. rather than for someone else. Yeah. So yeah, I don't think once work. a cheater, when always you make a cheater it for somebody else. Right. It doesn't work. Right. I'm Elia Connie, and this is Family Therapy. My best hopes, I guess, identify the life that I want and, and work towards it. I never seen a man take care of my mother the way she needed to be taken care of. I get the impression that you don't feel like you've done everything right as a father. Is that true? That's true, and I'm not offended by that. Thank you for, for going through those things, and thank you for overcoming them. Wow. Thank God for deliverance. Every time I have like one of our sessions, our sessions be positive. It just keeps me going. I feel like my focus is redirected in a, in a different aspect of my life now. So, how'd we do today? We did good. The Black Effect presents Family Therapy. Listen now on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. My name is Johnny B. Good, and I'm the host of the new podcast, Creating a Con, the story of BitCon. Over this nine-part series, I'll explore the life and crimes of my best friend, Ray Trapani. I always wanted to be a criminal. If someone's like, oh, what's your best way of making money? I'm like, oh, we should start some sort of scheme. You see, Ray has this unique ability to find loopholes and exploit them. They collected $30 million. There were headlines about it. His company, Centratech, was one of the hottest crypto startups in 2017. It was going to change the world, until it didn't. I came into my office, opened my email, and the subject heading was FBI request. It was only a matter of time before the truth came out. You can only fake it till you make it for so long before they find out that your Harvard degree is not so crimson. How could you sit there and do something that you know will objectively cause more harm in the world? Listen to Creating a Con, the story of BitCon, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I never thought I'd take my three young kids to Sicily to solve a century-old mystery, but that's what I'm doing in my new podcast, The Sicilian Inheritance. Join us as we travel thousands of miles on the beautiful and crazy island of Sicily, as I trace my roots back through a mystery for the ages and untangle clues within my family's origin story, which has morphed like a game of telephone through the generations. Was our family matriarch killed in a land deal gone wrong? Or was it by the Sicilian Mafia? A lover's quarrel? Or was she, as my father believed, a witch? Listen to The Sicilian Inheritance on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Leela and I have had this conversation. I'd love you guys to talk about it. When someone cheats, they could still be having regular sex it, with their spouse yeah. as well. It doesn't mean they aren't getting it. Yeah, they probably are because they feel so guilty. They're probably having better sex with their partner. <laughs> oh, no, gosh. I mean, cheating can spawn from a perfectly happy union. Yeah. Absolutely. It's, I think... Why? Why? Great relationships cheat as well. Spontaneity. Really? Freedom, why? power. Oh, okay. Yeah, sometimes I, mean, I call it um, like if you think about a piece of pie, like a pie, the spouse may give them sixty percent of that pie, but they still have forty percent of emptiness or mm. desire or unfulfilled something, yeah. and someone else may fulfill that part of the pie. And by the way, let's not yeah, like support so. it because you could get the rest of that fulfilled within yourself. Like you can dig deep and get what you need. 
and be a whole it's por- it's choices. The work. It's all choices. Someone really yeah. has to become self-aware of why they're doing it, which it yeah. sounds like, Brooke, you became. Right? Yeah. I mean, right. I, most common is when people cheat is that there's a dissatisfaction then they're not able to communicate and that doesn't necessarily mean they're not getting sex it means there's there's something a dissatisfaction within themselves they've lost part of themselves that they want to retrieve and experience again and they can do that they feel that they can do that with another person more so that they can do within their relationship and i don't believe once a cheater always a cheater i feel that um if you have cheated, it's likely that you didn't have the tools to communicate the dissatisfaction that you were feeling within yourself. Mm-hmm. And cheating is a way. It can save marriages as much as it can destroy mm-hmm. them because it can bring yeah. to the forefront that kind of intimacy and vulnerability mm-hmm. and desire that that has gone by the wayside mm-hmm. as the relationships progressed. And Esther Perel really unpacks that in a really introspective way too. That's, oh, that's fascinating. Yeah, I mean, it, we have to learn and grow and, and look at ourselves and, you know, consider all of the choices that yeah. we make. And I'm really, I, will, I will say this, that being honest and transparent feels so much better yeah, yeah. Than cheating. I, I mean, I think a lot of people yes. say, like, it feels with so good such, to be with such angst, oh, you know, once a cheater, always a cheater. It's like an angry kind of um, saying, I guess. But, but w- w- I mean we need to allow people to grow right like so it's not fair yeah. to place anybody in a box yes yeah, where they're never going to change that's not fair to them but so i think that the the whole once a cheater always a th- cheater comes from a place of hurt and anger and so and fear and fear yes yes absolutely fear a fear and a fear of getting hurt again maybe or, yeah. or potentially getting hurt and so like it's a protection right mm-hmm. so how does megan you know- come back stronger from even what she experienced so that she isn't even more afraid yeah and this and this is the thing after you've been but uh, i'm not cheated on i'm not afraid i don't know why though like i don't know why you'd be afraid to go back into it with him no i tried to go back into it after that uh, that whole thing came out Mm -hmm. about the sexting um were you able to remove yourself from it and know that it wasn't about you that it was more about him i didn't think it was about me at all and we were we were already seeing a counselor and so we just kind of wrapped that up into it it was great but um i really took it like you said as an opportunity to make our marriage grow stronger than ever because i said this is we're we're not going to break up this marriage we are going to make this work and that's the only outcome that this is going to wow. and that's where my you're mind really was at the time yeah. and so i was like we're going to fix you or you're going to fix you cuz i didn't do anything wrong so you're going to fix you, you and then you're going to come back and you're going to treat me with respect and you're going to figure out how to do that on your own first Good. and that wasn't the that wasn't the so way our strong. journey went but yeah. i i'm not scared of going forward in a journey with anyone else and and seeing being scared of that ha- potentially happening again. So what was the breaking point then when it was enough S- for him or for me, for you guys? I, I don't oh, know. Well, well, to, to I mean, there was it, like, yeah, well, there were after the whole, the whole, um, I found out about the sexting. We, I didn't trust him at all. And so I needed complete transparency from him. And mm. was that fair? Not in a regular relationship where you start with trust. Right. But when the trust is broken, I think it is fair to have, have to earn it back. Yes, earn it back in a way that feels probably a little uncomfortable for him. Mm-hmm. Um, he felt probably more naked when I was like, hey, let me see your text messages. Well, when I see certain text messages are deleted, that raises a red flag in my mind. Yeah. So like you're not naturally, you're not growing the trust again. You're, you're going to continue to break that trust. So those barriers kept breaking down and breaking down and um, until it, it kind of all erupted. And mm. I still like I would love to still and we were just talking about how um, I I told him I would love to be able to trust you again. I would love that. But like you have a lot of work to do. And so every day you're going to have to show me how I can trust you. Right. And just with the little things. Um, mm. But that's with any relationship. Right. And like whether or not what whatever happens it would be great to trust them. Yeah. But I think a lot of women take it and don't define those boundaries. Like when I hear you tell your story, I'm like, wow, that was so strong to really be able to, um, forgive and move past it Mm -hmm. and open up the opportunity for change and growth and, 
to give him an opportunity. A lot of women can't do that. I wasn't capable of that in a relationship. I and thought I think that's I okay too. I just never was able to offer respect because the integrity was broken. So I could never find my way back to that safe space. I think that's absolutely okay too. You're so being really honest admire with that yourself. Though. I mean, mm-hmm. the thing is, I'm not saying I'm a saint in this marriage. But I admire that though. I think it's a very, very but strong I also decision. Didn't go, you know, I think when you make that certain decision and that's that you're, you know, you're going to go outside of the marriage in a way that the other person is going to hurt them in a very deep way, then yeah, you, um, yeah. you screw, you, you got to pay the, pay your dues. And it, and it hurts. Like, let's yeah, all like, it like, like real, those real feelings bad. that were like, real Oh, it's bad. all fine. No, that, that's like a betrayal. Like, yeah, you like, gotta I literally threw a stone across the room yeah, well, and I kind of want to frame the, the dent in the wall because well, maybe you I was should. like, Oh, that's what you use to sex. Bam. Yeah. <laughs> good. So yeah. I've I've had <laughs> yeah. There's been some trans- that's not hit him with not a healthy reaction. <laughs> however, I'm going to own it. It did happen. I, thought, I think it's very healthy. What do you mean? Did yeah. you hit him with the phone? Or well, did you I should have, but I <laughs> hit the wall, and I literally like I I didn't fix the hole in the wall because I was like, oh, that's a nice it, it, reminder. That's, that's a beautiful scar hole scar. Mm. I showed that phone who was boss. <laughs> <laughs> so we're gonna take a break because that's heavy. All right, let's do one more. We've had a lot of people ask us about foreplay. And for women, foreplay, what did you say, Leela? You taught me this, is the play. No. Well, I hate the term foreplay. I know. I, I literally was thinking like foreplay. It's like, like the you... prelude to the main event of what penetration, which is something that a lot of women don't get what pleasure do from. Use? I literally was sitting I here like going to foreplay. redefine it and say core play. Core play. Because I think it should be the core of the experience and not necessarily the prelude to whatever's coming next. And usually that's very male. Like, give oh us an gosh. example. There's like, so yeah. many women out there who are clapping right now. Like slow <laughs> clap, core play. Cool okay. Play. And so many men that are going, do we really have to work that hard? You know, no, 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 no. <laughs> really, know, ladies. Yeah. I, I, love, I love penetration. It's not work. But when I know that that's where it's going and th- that we're going to just go directly there, I'm just like, you've lost me. You know, mm. I really relish in the play and the curiosity of meeting my body for the first time, meeting my partner's body for the first time, discovering. And then if it happens to lead to penetration, then awesome. But I don't think it should be called foreplay because it's so male oriented and so male. Interesting. Like, I like that. Yeah. Me too. Yeah, I think. Um, like, so do you think core play is sort of setting the scene or creating ambiance mm-hmm. or the 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 lead up to the connection or is it all part of it like it's what, all what, part of it yeah i agree like i feel like we're having this one flavor of of sex like we do this we do that we go there duh, duh, and then the we patriarchy and then yeah they I've, made us do that <laughs> i know i know i feel you know and especially now the the emphasis on the female orgasm and and that a great man a great lover will make his woman come before yeah. he does and, and so now there's like even more pressure to like come and and particularly from like that's the end play and that's the end yeah yeah what do you so, think what do you think about that because i've experienced that as well with a man that that's not the end game and it's very unusual and quite different and he was like it's really about sort of like edging and riding the wave and yeah. that's not the end game and i was like wait what that just doesn't even feel good as a woman like what do you what do you yeah, mean i mean and right. then we have to like look at okay well, what's our attachment to the end game and what we feel about ourselves because we've gotten our man there and he's gotten us there and we're winners in the bedroom because we've passed this orgasm between each other and like yay we've won you know i <laughs> yeah that would that would be that would be we're cause for some celebration (laughs) but does the whiskey come before the sex or after i I feel like that that is one type of of sex and one one note one flavor and i feel like there's this whole other plethora that can be explored explored when we're not going for that one thing yeah and And i think exploration is such a goal-oriented part of the whole sexual journey that can never end yeah and we're going to continue to explore can we give everyone um, mm-hmm. some sensual playlists? Because I have some epic playlists. Like, I'm oh, all music. I did, I did I'm too. like, I did like too. for me, like, ambiance is so important for me. I'm a very visual person. And fortunately, like, 
partners that I've chosen in my life are the same, but like I like to set the mood. And it could be like oh dinner, gosh. entertaining, friends, relaxing, yoga, whatever it is. But like sensualing, like I have like my love place. So I want to share that with some of our listeners. And it's very subjective, so people might not dig my vibe. What but do you want to share? Your like playlists, like music. Like music. Yeah. yeah. Like I oh think every gosh. episode we should offer. My friend is obsessed with sex playlists. Yeah, like lovers <laughs> playlists, escapism, like whatever it is, you know. Mm-hmm. And, and and you know what I was thinking too when you're talking about core play. Nice. One thing that I think is so overrated. Tell me what you think, girls. Is like be, someone undressing you. Like, yeah. you know, underrated, it's not just like, take off your clothes and get oh, to Did you say underrated or overrated? Going to bed. It's time for bed. It never like, happens when you're in a long-term what, relationship. I know. And right? I still want to be... I'm not saying that happens. Yeah. But I want to be like, isn't that like sexy and like romantic? Is that foreplay? That's foreplay. That's That's, I mean, foreplay. I want to be undressed. That might not be foreplay. And I want a playlist. (laughs) (laughs) Not only choreographed by me. Okay, so that's that's foreplay. (laughs) Playlist. Yeah, Yeah, but don't you playlist? Yeah. Like, I want romance. Yeah. In addition to the dark side of sex. I do too. Yeah. I want to, I'm like, foreplay's kissing. I like kissing. Do people in marriages really undress you? It it Ish. definitely falls by the wayside. Maybe if you have the right playlist, <laughs> right? That's what I'm saying. And it starts with Morchiba. Undress me now. There you yes. go. There you go. There you go. Not so subtle hints. <laughs> Subscribe to Intimate Knowledge on iHeartRadio or wherever you listen to podcasts. The Black Effect presents Family Therapy, and I'm your host, Elia Connie. Jay is the woman in this dynamic who is currently co-parenting two young boys with her former partner, David. David, he is a leader. He just don't want to leave me. But how do you lead a woman? How do you lead in a relationship? Like, what's the blueprint? David, you just asked the most important question. Listen to Family Therapy on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey guys, this is Paris Hilton. Trapped in Treatment is back, and this season we're taking on WASP, the worldwide association of specialty programs and schools. They held us in dog cages. They starved us. They beat us. He was trying to brand us. We were going to become the McDonald's in treatment. Join my host as they unravel the story of the largest and most shocking organization in the history of the troubled teen industry. Listen to season two of Trapped in Treatment on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I used to have so many men. How this beguiling woman in her 50s... She looked like a million bucks. ...scams a bunch of famous athletes out of untold fortunes... Nearly $10 million was all gone. It's just unbelievable. Hide your money in your old rich men, because <laughs> she is on the prowl. Listen to Queen of the Con, Season 5, The Athlete Whisperer, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.